This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to the Dumb Nerds podcast, the show where comedians talk about smart topics they're too dumb for. And today, my guest is Katie Nathan, and we're talking about the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. We all know it. The dumbest thing that's ever happened in figure skating history. Katie Nathan is a hilarious comedian slash actress. She's on the L.A. indie improv team's Parker Posey for non-blondes and the 2004 San Antonio Spurs. All excellent names. You can follow Katie on Twitter and Instagram at HiyaKatieLady. This is a juicy episode, so let's get into it. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. Uh, I'm very excited. <laughs> very, very excited. Me too, because this is juicy. Um, uh, how did you find out about it? Were you like, like, because we were pretty young when the yes. Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan so I was thing went down. Fully invested in this world and this story. Like, I was a figure skater growing up. Oh, okay, yeah. awesome. So, and it like came at the perfect time because I was like in the third grade. Like, it felt like. Like, I was old enough to be aware of what was happening, yeah. but still, like, young enough to, like, I mean, it was crazy, but, like, as an eight-year-old, I was like, this is insane! Yeah, and, like, yeah. girls and I would talk about it at recess. <laughs> like, in general, 90s figure skating, if you ever want to talk about it, like, I can talk about, like, Michelle Kwan and Tara Lipinski. I remember Michelle, yeah. Like, all of that whole, like, era is so interesting to me because I was skating during that time, but, like, no one else knows anything about it. <laughs> so that's why I'm, like, very pleased yeah. to be talking about this. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea you were a figure skater yeah. as a kid. So was this, like, watching your heroes... And then, like, you're like, what's happening? Yes. Why are they beating each other up? Yes. It was crazy. Like, (laughs) and I remember I, so Christy Yamaguchi was around the same time. Mm -hmm. She won her gold medal in 92. And I was, like, a huge Christy Yamaguchi fan. Yeah. So that had, like, just happened. And I remember, like, writing in my diary about how excited I was for Christy Yamaguchi. And then, like, this is what happened next. And so I was, like, very, very, like, we were just coming off of an Olympics and going into another Olympics. And it was, like, this weird thing where... I don't know if you know, but they're like before the early 90s of uh, the Olympics, the summer and the uh, winter Olympics would happen the same year. OK, yeah, because I was going to ask. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't it be like every four years? It would be. Figuring, be. But so this is like this weird time. bonus oh. extra Olympics that happens because in the early 90s, the summer and winter Olympics happened in 1992. And then the Olympic Committee decided they wanted to split it up and stagger it. Okay. So there was another Winter Olympics in 94. Yeah. So it was only two years. So it was like a very yeah. hot period in like winter sports. A yeah. lot going on. A lot of action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's something I always think about to be an Olympic athlete is like your window is so yes. small. Your yes. chance of like getting totally. the gold. It's like, oh, I hope I hope they're all okay. Yeah, when it's like sorry you didn't get it. Totally, you're done. Like, like you could be done. Yeah, especially for skaters because dedicates. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then the skaters and the um, the gymnasts, like, gymnasts yeah. are like sixteen. Totally. Yeah, and then like you're right. If you miss your window, you spent your whole life training for something. Yeah, and then say an Olympics comes when you're like twenty. By the time you're twenty four, like you might qualify. Have kind of yeah, aged out. Yeah, aged out. Yeah, yeah. especially like. Uh, yeah, to imagine like you're 24 and you're like, maybe I could qualify. And then everyone's like, 
hey, check out this 12-year-old. I know. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh like my God, babies. their career. And then like every, all the focus goes on that. Because totally. also when they're really young, like that's hot and interesting. And yeah. then they have the next 10 years and they're like, thanks so much. Yeah, like, thanks, goodbye. You're <laughs> yeah. only in your early 20s, but you're all done. Yeah, like, yeah. Figure out something else yeah. to do. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so interesting about this too, for me at least, because like the Olympics happened in 92 and like Nancy Kerrigan placed third in those Olympics. Mm, yeah. And then like you have this, the next Olympics is coming in 94. So uh-huh. it was like, you kind of didn't get that turnover. It was the same group of people, people heading yeah. into the next Olympics. Whereas normally uh-huh. like there is like a shift in the competitive landscape, like totally. between yeah. it's four years. A couple might stay and then yeah. the rest is just and the rest like is a new gone. group. Yep, yeah, totally. Um, And then, so when Nancy won third place was Tanya on the scene yet or she did was. she come in like okay she, she was, was on the scene but I don't believe so it depends like the U.S. can either send two or three skaters to the Olympics in a given year and it all depends on how the U.S. as a whole like fared at the world championships the year before okay so Tanya was for sure on the scene I'm not sure if she was at the Olympics in 92 if she was she placed like maybe like sixth or seventh like she was like not a medalist um and I'm pretty sure she actually was at the Olympics and maybe she was like fourth or fifth but she was definitely on the scene and like it was kind of understood that like heading into the 94 Olympics, like it was going to be Tanya and Nancy because these are the two top skaters on the scene. Mm-hmm. The next Olympics is coming up right away. Like yeah. everyone was like, these are the two, two. basically. Yeah. 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 Cause uh, looking at this timeline I have um, in February 91, that's when Tanya was the first U S woman to do the triple axle yes. during a championship. So that's amazing. Yeah. She was like, a, yeah. she was a crazy person, but also like a huge badass. Like yeah. so much athletic ability. Mm-hmm. Like people will talk about it now. Like they're like the most athletic skater they've ever seen. Like yeah. she was total like trash for lack of like she was like <laughs> all, like in your face and like really rough around the edges. Right. Uh, but like really, really athletic and yeah. really talented. Like great. Yeah. I remember watch when I was watching this documentary about it, they were talking about like how she was clearly like the better skater, yes. but Nancy was more of like the traditional what you mm-hmm. think of figure like skater. Elegant and graceful yeah. and pretty totally. and long. And yeah. yeah. And then Tanya's like this little like this little like meathead, <laughs> like just like jumping around. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. and that's like one of the things that they really like leaned into. I feel like the media oh, like totally. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. the fact that like Nancy was like from the East Coast and really elegant. Mm-hmm. And Tanya, like something interesting that I found out like later was that so she grew up without a lot of money and she actually learned to skate at a public rink in a shopping mall okay um and like a lot of skaters will like pay to book private ice time or they'll share it with another like elite skater but like Mm -hmm. even leading up to like the olympics and national championships like tanya harding was skating in the middle of a shopping mall like just at a public rink and then, so do you know if she got like discovered? Like she was just like skating around the mall, and like I think some person just was shopping and then saw her. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, like an agency. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're ready for the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Well, I mean, she started. I know that she started skating when she was younger, and she just because she was so athletic, like immediately started doing really well. Yeah. Um, and then like yeah. worked her way up through the ranks. Yeah, and I suppose yeah. now that I think of it, like I remember in San Diego we had a skate rink, and there yeah. was like competitions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you could totally. Yeah, Do I it think in like local competitions. And then, yeah. And then maybe like if there's a buzz yeah, from yeah. there, then totally. they'll be like, all right, you get to audition. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Try yeah, out. like uh, for sure. Like, um, you know, like I think especially with younger skaters, like, like 
people like on the national scene kind of have an eye on who's coming up and mm-hmm. like I'm sure she was recognized pretty early yeah yeah that's that's amazing um yeah so then uh the next thing on the timeline is January 4th 1994 and that's uh Tanya telling the press that she's gonna go out there and kick some butt and yes. she was ready to do it oh whoa this timeline okay it went from 91 to 94 and then January 4th, she says that. And then they said January 6th was the day that Nancy Kerrigan got clubbed. That was the day that it happened? Yeah, it was like yeah. two days later. Yes. Um, I remember the, the like, her, the quote about, like, I'm going to go kick some butt. Um, and then when it happened, like, basically, so we're in 94. We're, like, heading yeah. into the Olympics. Yeah. What I think is so crazy about it is, like, it was pretty much understood that it was going to be Tanya and Nancy. Like, it almost seems unnecessary. Right. I remember in the documentary, like, before the clubbing happened, Tanya was killing it in, like, all the, like, qualifying and everything. Like, yeah, I think getting first. And so, yeah, like, what? And also, if two people are going to go. Like, you're the two people. Like, why? I don't, it's like so many questions. Totally. Yeah, of, like, you two are picked. You're already yeah. going to go out. The competition is like the other it's, countries. You, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess that just shows that her mentality is yeah. very like individual and like Completely. I'm on my own and like, and yeah, I'm like coming up from a hard life and yeah. then being like, oh, now I have to work with this like rich mm-hmm. prissy girl who apparently wasn't like the friendliest. Of no, people. she was not. And yeah. like, I think. When everything happened, like the media definitely, you know, she certainly was a victim. Yeah. But like, again, really leaned into that narrative. <laughs> and then there was some stuff that happened after the Olympics where Nancy Kerrigan was like caught on tape making really snarky comments. And yeah. like everyone turned on her. They were like, this girl's a bitch. <laughs> like, so she did yeah. that. But yeah, like in the media, like this idea that, you know, she was like this like princess yeah. and like very elegant but like time yeah like probably was a bitch behind the scenes yeah yeah um but that's yeah. always been what boggled my mind was like you maybe didn't need to do this it sounds like you didn't and also like when we go through of like all that was happening was like she was clearly like not able to handle that pressure no like, not at all also it's so hard to be like trying to go to the olympics to win the gold and like Skating, I think, is very difficult yeah. to do. Uh, like anytime, like watching it on TV and someone's doing like a triple axel and everything, everyone holds. Their I know because it, like, it's also it's really so, like, dangerous. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, are they gonna? Oh my god, they did. Yeah. It. So it's like to have that, and then also be like, oh yeah, and the FBI like knows what you did, and to have like this side drama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For sure. And I don't know how old they were when this. Uh, they were in their early twenties. So Nancy, I did look that up because I was curious. Yeah. Because, of course, like, when you're younger, like, everyone's a grown-up. Yeah. And I was like, how old were they? Yeah. And so Nancy was 24. Um, the guy who ended up clubbing her, Shane Stant, was only 22. Like, he got paid 6500 bucks yeah. to do this thing. And then, like, all of the dudes that were involved went to jail. Like, his yeah. name was all over the media. And, yeah. like, these are people in their early 20s. Like, they it's crazy. They don't know what they're doing no. at that age. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, it's so stupid. I don't know. Like sometimes so when, I, when I look back on like my teenage years and my early twenties, I'm like, thank God I like made it out. Yeah, like, right. Without, yeah, yeah. Because I think you just like, I mean, you don't see any consequences to anything. Like mm-hmm. any decision is just like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, whatever. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's like 
yeah, it's like you've no you have no sense of consequences and like your your immortality and yeah. everything. You're just like I'm the best. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah, I'll go club this girl. I'll just go club this skater. Yeah, great, sweet. I got some money. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you gonna sixty five? He probably like sixty five. You know he blew it on like stupid shit. I know. Too. It's not like I'm gonna invest this in like no. get a down payment <laughs> on my like, house. Finally gonna open that IRA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible thing I did, but. Now my kids can go to Set college. Up my future. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So this whole clubbing thing was crazy, too, because he went to, like, the private place that she was skating mm-hmm. and, like, hit her and then, like, ran away. Yeah. Um, Do you want to hear something yeah. really crazy? Yeah. So they had actually, like, this came out later, they had actually talked about killing her. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching an interview. Well, I was, okay. I found this interview, but it's like really bad quality on YouTube. And mm-hmm. it's like Fox got Tanya and Nancy oh, like, yeah. in the room. Yeah, I saw that. And like one of the first questions they mm-hmm. said to Tanya was like, you know, they were planning to kill Nancy, yeah. right? And she's like, no. I know. She like just denied, denied, denied. Yeah. To the end. And yeah. she has this like the thing I love about watching her lie too <laughs> is like her eyes like open up. It's uh-huh. very like baby, like look at my baby blue mm-hmm. eyes. And I'm just like this cute, like innocent mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then like, I also watched her get interviewed by Oprah. Yeah. Uh, anytime Oprah talks to somebody is the best. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And again, she was at that interview. She was older mm-hmm. um, and she was playing more of the card of like, I had such a hard life. Mm-hmm. Like my mom beat me and my mom was really hard on me. And it's like, I, kind of can sympathize with that yeah. like of like yeah you clearly didn't get the best like like hand of cards where like clearly nancy like mm-hmm. it was an easier life but it's like but that's your life battle like you right. can't you have to fight that you yeah. can't fight like oh so i'm just gonna kill a person <laughs> <laughs> and like i mean there are so like truly there are so many people who are dealt not a great hand yeah and, like, it is pot, like it's harder. Yeah. If everyone who was not dealt a great hand came back yeah. and was like, well, I wasn't dealt a great hand. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. You know, like yeah. she does. I feel like in the interviews I've seen, she really, really does like fall back on that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen her like apologize. No. Yeah. And she only like she acts like she's a victim. Yeah, she totally does. And she denied that she knew anything about it for so long. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like you knew like you had to have known yeah yeah I remember reading like uh somebody found like their trash Mm -hmm. and like handed it over to the police and they were able to like find notes that they oh wow and Tanya's handwriting like writing down the location of Nancy's like private skate rink I heard too that like somebody because they were originally going to go to her private rink and they ended up what happened was they missed her there because she was on her way to the national championships. And so they ended up doing it at this rink in Detroit, which was like where the nationals were. Yeah. But I remember, I feel like I read something where like Tanya herself actually called the local rink and were like, was like, what are the practice times today? Like made a call for these times that Nancy was going to be there. And it's like, dude, you were fucking involved. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 I do love how like every, I feel like every like significant anniversary of the thing, like they do like Fox or something, will get them in the same room to like hash <laughs> it out again. And it's like, yeah. like I watch it every time. Yeah. Uh, I was reading about um, how, you know, there's a movie coming out next yes. year. It's Margot Robbie, right? <laughs> it's Margot yes. Robbie. And then this 
uh, actress Caitlin Carver is mm-hmm. playing Nancy. Allison Jennings playing Tanya's mom. What? I, I didn't know that. So excited about oh, that god. one. Oh my god. Um, Who's Jeff Galuli? Does it say? I can. That guy's such a dirtbag. <laughs> like, which actor is like disgusting enough to play this dude? Yeah. Um, let me. I am. Oh wait, I already have that up because I was like, uh, Sebastian Stan. Oh, can I see him? He's cute. Oh yeah, he's very cute. Oh, he's from Romania. Oh. Yeah. yeah Involved in a lot of credits. Captain America. Avengers, yeah. Martian. Oh, Selma came up to see. Oh hi. Galuli. Galuli. Yeah. What a weird name. He changed it after he got out of jail. Yeah. So that was Jeff was uh, Tanya was married to Jeff, right? Yes. So he was technically I think they were like estranged when it happened, mm-hmm. uh, but they were married and they are since divorced and she's married, I think, a couple other times. Yeah. And she's yeah. also blamed being married to him as yes. why it all happened. Yes. too. Girl. Blaming, blaming everybody. Girl. Yeah. I think that's like I think the hardest thing to watch it all is like just her entire life now is just like like just the choices she makes yeah. is like what do you like a sex tape no oh it boxing, just gets worse like, with boxing stop. I think she did like not dirt bike racing but some sort of like off road car racing yeah like it's just like everything that comes through it's like yeah that seems right for you yeah and I I like it I can just picture her being like yeah, I'm just doing this because they won't let me skate. Like, right. You know, this is like, I should be skating I should right be now. Skating. But, you know, because I can't, I ha- I just have to do this. Yeah. I can't fucking work yeah. at Target. Like, yeah. I need to do some version of Formula One racing yeah. in Arizona. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. But going back to uh, the movie, I, Tanya. Oh, yeah. I, Tanya. Um, there was like a TMZ video I caught of like them they were being very nice to Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Like, like in New York, like uh-huh. she was like, it was raining and like they're holding the umbrella for Aww. her. And they're like, oh, hey, Nancy. Um, do you know about the I, Tanya movie coming out? And she's like, I don't care. And they're like, are you going to are you going to be in it? Like, what? are you going to be involved or anything? And she's like, they haven't called me. And then like wow. gets in the van and like drives away. But it's just like, That's I wonder. That's going to be really annoying for her too. to like, yeah, like all every day she about. has to get. Yeah. Yeah. But she's on Dancing with the Stars. Is she right now? Yeah. How's she doing? She's like, she's made it. Like, really? She's like, yeah, she hasn't uh, gotten cut yet. But I mean, she should she's probably be it. really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so January 6th, the clubbing happens. January 9th, Detroit police, like, release a drawing of mm-hmm. the man. So did Nancy get, like, a good look at him? So I don't think that she really did. Like, I guess he came up from behind and then there's like that famous video of her on the ground where she's like, why? Um, But yeah, there were the crazy thing is that there were there were a lot of people nearby because it was the national championships. Like they were coming off of a practice session. Like Nancy basically like had just come off the rink and gone like through a curtain to like the locker room area. So there were people. Yeah. And I think. If I'm remembering this correctly, I think like he had like an escape route, like where he was going to go and like the door was locked. And so he, like Ooh. it was so poorly planned. Yeah. Yeah. So he had to like backtrack and go a different way. So like it did not take these like long to track these guys down. Like it yeah. was pretty much like, yeah, here are the dudes like, just <laughs> hanging out nearby basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they found him pretty quickly. OK, so 
And they were tied to yeah. Tanya pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't he like fess up right away. He was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this guy's a baby. Like, he basically was just like, here's everything I know. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing I've noticed with. Oh, well, I, can't, I don't know the percentage of how many people like when they hire like a hit mm-hmm. person, like and they get caught, like how quick they are to like fess up because the plea deal for them is like, oh, yeah, it's such a good deal to be like, oh, yeah, I can point the finger mm-hmm. at these people and tell you everything and get a, like, yeah, not be in prison for the rest yeah. of my life. Cool. And especially because like if you're a hired hit person, like you're not invested in these. You don't know these people. Like, yeah, give them up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so were they friends with Sean or? So, no. So they hired him. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was Jeff and then Tanya's bodyguard. Oh yeah. So that's Sean. Okay. Sean's the bodyguard and he's the guy that clubbed. No. So, so it was Jeff and Sean planned it and they hired this guy, Shane. There's Sean and Shane. Uh, they Uh, hired Shane to do it. And they knew that they were going to target, when they decided not to kill her, they decided they were going to target her right leg because that's the leg that you land your jumps on. So it's pretty much like they wanted to break it. Yeah. But of course, this guy, like, couldn't fucking do anything right. And just like, like, thank God, like, missed her knee and hit her above the knee. So it was just like a really bad, like, it was still like a recovery process. But like, it was a bruising situation. And she was still able to go on to compete. Yeah. Yeah. So she's still on to compete. I know. It's like. Because did all this planning, it didn't go like it didn't go right in any way. Yeah, no, not, like none of your goals were achieved. Yeah. Like you, you made like, it so much worse. So for much worse. Yeah. It's like just watching these people shit on themselves. Like it's yeah. so bad. Oh my gosh. Um, something else that I love about that when she came back. So like when she was clubbed, she was wearing this like really beautiful like white lace skating outfit, like mm. this practice dress. And then when she came back, the first time she and Tanya were on the ice together, it was like this big media circus because they were going to be on the ice together again. Yeah, it was like yeah. a practice, practice session. Oh, my gosh. She wore the same fucking dress again. Ooh, like, yeah. remember. Uh-huh. Also, like, I I think one of my favorite things about this thing is how the Olympics handled it. Oh, God, so badly. <laughs> so badly. They're like, oh, this is terrible. You still get a state fate. They though. just like, didn't know what to do. Because, yeah. like, I think they were worried they were going to get sued because, like, the investigation hadn't finished yet, but everybody kind of was, like, everyone, everyone was like. Knew. Yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. knew. But they couldn't technically ban her from competing because it hadn't been proven. Yeah. So she got to skate. <laughs> yeah. And, like, poor, that actually, when that happened, had she not skated, Michelle Kwan was like this baby, like I think fourteen year old. Like it would have been Michelle Kwan at wow. the Olympics. But like, yeah. like they sent this dirtbag <laughs> Tanya <laughs> to do it. Yeah, who then proceeded to just choke. Yeah, her. like crashed and burned. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, all this is happening, and the FBI, yeah, just immediately like picks them up and mm-hmm. like they just start confessing. Scoops them on up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Another guy was involved, Derek B. Smith. Yeah. I think there were three guys that were like, so Jeff and Sean, and I don't know how Derek is related, but those were the mm-hmm. three that planned it. Yeah. And then they hired Shane. And mm-hmm. those are, that's your dream team. Good job, guys. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then this is all happening. <laughs> happening. And then the figure stating officials decide whether Harding can compete or not and surprise they're like yeah you can yeah and then yeah okay so the clubbing happened january 6th 
10 days later, Kerrigan's back practicing. I know. Like, <laughs> it's not a long recovery. <laughs> it really at all. wasn't. Like, I'm sure it actually, like, I remember reading a book, like, when I was like a teenager about, like, you know, and it was all from her, her perspective. It was like talking about how, like, how hard the recovery process was. And I'm sure that it was. But, like, the amount of time between, like, the clubbing and when the Olympics happened, it was, it was like, I don't know, six weeks maybe? Yeah. And she, like, went to the Olympics and turned in the greatest performance of her life. Yeah. Like, fucking killed it. Tanya crashed and burned. So, like, <laughs> truly nothing went right yeah. for these people. I feel like Kerrigan's probably up until that point, like, never had any hardship in her no. life. So she just grew so much as a person. She really did. <laughs> she's like, I know what it's like to have it hard now. Yeah, but she's probably, yeah, she's exactly like one of those obnoxious people that's like, I get it now. Yeah. I've had a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, a lot of, when I was trying to figure out what Nancy's up to now, mm-hmm. like, most of her interviews were about, like, overcoming hardships yeah. and stuff. And I was like... Okay, so did you find yeah, out what yeah. she's like, is she, what's she doing now? Well, she's on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, right. Um, And then, yeah, the, yeah, I think that's like her main thing that she's doing. The thing I was like reading about was like her being a mom and mm-hmm. like how great and everything is. She has a Twitter account. Oh, yeah? Only like 5,000 people follow what? her though, which was kind of crazy. Underrated. Missed yeah. opportunity. Everybody should follow Nancy. Yeah. Tanya Harding. She probably doesn't say that much interesting like she's yeah. a pretty vanilla person yeah her tweets are very much like all about dancing with the stars yeah. like she probably had to she create probably started it, it for dancing with yeah. the stars and yeah she, and it's like once every couple of days she's like so happy to survive this week <laughs> see you guys next week she like hates it yeah yeah i feel like if tanya had one it would be like like the donald like a donald trump like it's just like yeah watching the train wreck of what this twitter feed is i tried to see if tanya had a twitter and it was just people like talking about her oh. but like talking about her like punchlines and jokes yeah. and like also references so to like her sex not tape. very well timed like yeah I'm so happy we're talking about this but it is not relevant like if you're making <laughs> jokes they're not topical yeah, yeah. at all like who's making no Tanya one was retweeting no yeah or like yeah you know how like at midnight has a game yeah sometimes like I was reading a lot of those hashtags yeah. that were trending and people were like Tanya Harding haha and it was like okay it's like alright guys yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah unfortunately it really looks like you know Nancy like it, it always comes back to the Tanya mm-hmm. Harding thing. I think they're both like, they can't leave it. Yeah. You know, but she's definitely a little bit more like taking the high road of like, oh, yeah. I don't have time for that. Right. Like, leave me alone. Um, but Whereas not- Tanya's like, please talk to me. I'll talk yeah. to you about anything yeah. you want. I sold my rights and then they can make a movie about me. Oh my God. I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask? So does Tanya have any presence online at all? Could you find anything? I found, like, an interview, and it was, like, meanly written. Oh. It was like, oh, look at Tanya now. She's mm. not the, like, skinny uh, skater she was oh, now. No. Like, it was, like, a picture of her. I mean, we don't need to pick on her weight. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, this is like, mean. Like, she's garbage, like, but. Yeah, like, like, come on. Like, it's that's her personality. a problem for women. Yeah. Um, and also, she's older now. Like Totally. Yeah. Um, she's not an elite athlete anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture, like, they took of her, like, she looks, like, very, like, she just looks like she's lived a hard life. Yeah, um, yeah. And she's in, like, Mickey Mouse pajama bottoms, Aww. and she's just drinking a latte and looks really upset and is, like, sitting outside her house. Mm. But also, she has a house. That's great. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you own a house, like. Killing it, Tanya. You're, like, 
that's my life goal. That's not a bad goal, <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. honest. Like, like also because probably like I mean, what is her job? Like the fact that she I don't know. has a house yeah. and just living a life. Like, yeah, bad. that's not bad. And there, unfortunately, there are like people that compete in the Olympics mm-hmm. and then go on to like, like not poverty, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and in other countries, it's oh god, it's crazy how some countries it's like getting to compete in the Olympics is like a golden mm-hmm, ticket because mm-hmm. everyone else lives like exactly the yeah. same. But you get to be a superstar. But even in those some countries, if you go to the Olympics and you come back home, mm-hmm. no one wants to associate with you because they hate you. That's crazy to me. It's like yeah. I feel like what we have in the U.S. is like like very much a sense of like. Like if there are really success, like we all rally, like a Michael Phelps or like the, yeah. especially the female gymnastics teams, like we yeah. all rally around them when they do well. Mm-hmm. But like, there's not a sense of like when people come back and didn't like, we don't like cast them aside. Yeah, like it just, yeah. And I mean, maybe it's like because the U.S. tends to win more medals, it's not as big of a deal. Whereas yeah. like maybe in Romania or something, it would be a bigger deal. If yeah. They came back empty handed. But yeah, it just seems yeah. like. Jesus Christ, these people are like training their whole lives and then you come back and like yeah. treat them like sheds. Yeah. Oh, so bad. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh the Olympics is fascinating to me. It's so interesting. Um I love the Olympics. Like yeah. Olympics history is so interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so cool and like, yeah, every time it's on, like everyone is mm-hmm. all about it. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. I always love to watch the opening ceremony. Oh yeah. Because it's like, what's this country's like idea <laughs> of a opening number? <laughs> and like what they're wearing. Like yeah. how, how is this cup how is this country like Putting themselves out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, a friend just introduced to me Eurovision. What's that? Oh, my God. What is it? <laughs> okay. Eurovision, it's been going on for 32 years okay. now. I'm pretty sure it's 32. But every year in Europe, mm-hmm. they invite all European countries to mm-hmm. bring to send one band uh-huh. to perform. What? Yes. And they, they so they perform a number. And is it then, all different types of music? It's, it's all different types of wow. music. And then they pick, like, the the winner. <laughs> the winner. And the most famous uh, group to ever come out of uh-huh. that was ABBA. Oh, wow. Yeah, that yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The song they did was Waterloo. It was What's like, that? Uh, it's about Napoleon. Really? And it's the one that's like, Waterloo. and then like like and we had been watching so much eurovision that Uh when we finally watched the waterloo one i was Mm -hmm. like really listening to the lyrics i'm like they're singing about napoleon weird (laughs) it's so weird you know because dancing queen and like all these other songs um but yeah we watched some really great ones Mm -hmm. and some really really bad ones where it's like are these people just phoning it in this year and like like why just send this band yeah Croatia. Yeah, I really recommend, uh, yeah, just YouTubing and going down that rabbit hole because there's some that are just so funny and so weird. And then there's others that's like, if they come to town, I'm going to go see them. Oh, my God. (laughs) So so Eurovision is, that's the event? Yeah, it's like a week-long event. It's about to happen uh, early May. Okay. Yeah, and um, I think you it's like you can watch it online Yeah, because uh, I don't think they host it on TV or else we'd probably all know about I it. I mean, I would for sure watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and now Israel. Oh, my when God. They come out and they sing a number. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. It's like a giant European talent show. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. And, like, there's controversy over, like, like, we watched one that I think was, like, in the, probably, like, in the 80s, mm-hmm. the team that won, like, 
it was like two guys and two girls uh-huh. and they're all like very like white blonde and like smiling <laughs> no. and like just singing like yeah, yeah yeah everything's good and they did a little dancing uh-huh. and then the guys like the girls have these really long skirts on mm-hmm. and then the guys rip the skirts off revealing like they're like in oh these sexy God. dresses and Europe was like I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> <laughs> come on guys yeah but it's like that's so funny that that's the controversy oh when you know there's other crazy also, like stuff. how do you judge that you know like how like you I know like how like do you send one judge from every country yeah. and you can't vote for your country or yeah I don't know how it works I think the people vote actually oh that seems right yeah I yeah, think it's like everyone that. watches and you vote I'm good with but, that. like an American Idol yeah, style yeah. yeah and it's like I think there was a period where like England was winning all the time mm-hmm. but I think it's a little more like like mixed up yeah but sometimes a team will win and then people will like complain and be like no it should have been oh this yeah, team. And yeah, then yeah there's like controversy over right. that but uh i i want to take the entire week off and just so drink good. and just watch, watch it <laughs> yeah isn't it crazy that there are like these big cultural events that like especially now with like the internet and the way that we can communicate like mm-hmm. there are still these big cultural events that happen around the world that like are so significant to those people but yeah. like we just don't know anything about we're yeah. like oh what are you guys doing yeah, like I always think it's so fascinating that you could be like a pop star in Japan. Yes, totally. And, and they go in Japan, it's like, I can't walk outside. Uh-huh. And then you can go to France and everyone's like, out of the way, you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, or like, what's the really famous one? It's like the documentary where it's a, the singer who's like very famous in South Africa, but mm-hmm. like here was not. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, that, that mixtape they found? Yes, yes. It's yeah. like Finding. Find, yeah. Uh, let's see. South Africa. It's like finding so-and-so. Searching for sugar man? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's not finding, but it's close. <laughs> but it's close. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, we love you. Yeah, they love him. Like, he just found this place where everybody, like, it just, like, hit in the way that, like, David Hasselhoff in Germany did for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. <laughs> I know. I loved uh, when I worked at uh, Joe's Crab Shack in Anaheim for mm. a while. And yes. It, it was... I love Joe's Crab Shack. Probably one of my favorite jobs. I was really sad that I left it because I moved to LA. Uh There's a while where I was like, can I commute and make enough money to (laughs) make this work? Can I still make this work? And I was like, no, this is too ridiculous. Um, But it was right by Disneyland. So tourists would come all the time. Mm -hmm. And they were always so happy. Um, And then, yeah, you'd get people from different countries Mm -hmm. and stuff. And they would always be like, oh, yeah, we're going to Hollywood. Ah! Uh, maybe we'll see and then like just some real, like Gary yeah. Busey or like, <laughs> and you're like really that's who you're like oh that's yeah that's like who you're looking for <laughs> yeah yeah like it's so interesting like the people that they rally behind oh, yeah. it's like very like oh, okay cool um I also I live downtown and it's so interesting because like I feel like you can almost always spot a tourist from a mile away because totally. they just like you know they look a little <laughs> they look yeah, a little confused yeah. they've got a map yeah. whatever but it's it's funny to see them downtown because I think, like, in most other major cities, like, you would expect you would go to downtown because that's, like, the yeah. But, like, here in L.A., it's so different. And so you just see them wandering around downtown being, like, is this it? Is this yeah. what we're supposed to be? Hollywood? Like, yeah. why, why are we here? Like, yeah, like they're basically, like, is, where are the stars? Like, yeah. they're so confused. Yeah. Yeah. And any of the tourists uh, at Joe's Crab Shack that went to Hollywood first uh-huh. and then went to Disneyland were, like, Hollywood sucks. I know. It's totally <laughs> I don't know sucks. why we wasted a whole day there. And then I'd start to tell tourists like, oh, what do you, what else are you planning to uh-huh. do? And they'd be like, a lot of them like, oh, we're going to drive to Yellowstone mm-hmm. or like San Francisco. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some people, nice. especially like uh, 
like Australia and stuff when they're on, uh-huh. when they're on holiday they're on holiday oh, yeah. like because they have so much fucking time they I have know. like what a month and a half or something or yeah, like a few weeks yeah every other country yeah. is treating like, their workers how to do it. so much better mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and then they're like yeah we're thinking about going to Hollywood I'm like no don't, do don't. you're not gonna have a fun time I feel like though if you were coming from another country like it would be hard to talk, to talk somebody out of going to Hollywood. You yeah, know they I mean? like, they're like, we want to see the signs. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, but just yeah. remember that I told you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's not going to be your favorite. Yeah. Like, but totally do right. it. Like, yeah. do it. Yeah, it's like, check it off the list, but yeah. like, maybe just make a day out of it, yeah. not four days. <laughs> when I came out to LA for the first time and went to Hollywood, like, I think I did like a wax museum. I did a bunch of weird, like, I like really yeah. weird small museums. Yeah. And so I did those. And then also I remember... Uh, there was like this oxygen bar, which was like a kiosk at the Hollywood and Highland Center where you could pay $15 and you like had these like nose plugs and you like basically breathed like pure yeah, air that yeah. smelled really good. And so I did it with my boyfriends and we like laughed and we're like, wow, we really do feel really good. And then we just went and smoked weed and like ruined <laughs> it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember the first time I went to Hollywood, I was like, Maybe I don't want to live here. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as I got out of that Pantages mm-hmm. theater area, I was like, oh. Pantages death zone. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, there's like lots of different pockets mm-hmm. of LA and Hollywood. That's so much nicer. Yeah. You know, go to I the remember, beach. <laughs> yeah. I remember coming to the, for, here for the first time and being like, kind of a shitty beach town. Like I didn't get it at first. It's like, not I the love best LA. beach. No. Yeah. 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 It's like, if you're going to. If you're traveling up the coast of California, mm-hmm. like, there are other beaches. Oh, yeah. I mean, Malibu is yeah. very nice, but it's also Malibu. Right. <laughs> All right. Back to Tanya and Nancy. So this is interesting. Like, Tanya, uh, she goes back to practice while a grand jury is, like, hearing testimony. What? So, like, yeah. That's that's got to be so stressful. It's like, that as soon as you be. get off the ice, it's like... Hey, you got a phone call yeah. or you have this and it's like and then having to continue to be like I didn't I don't right having to like I, perpetuate I this no lie idea. Yeah. yeah um well yes for sure that has to be so stressful and I think that it like eventually because she did crash and burn at the Olympics like she was going out like her so figure skaters at the time would do two routines they have a sh- they call it a short program and a long program so you do your <laughs> short program and like that one you have to hit like, you have to check off a certain number of boxes. Like, everybody has to do the same basic, like, it's like a recipe. Like, you have to put these five ingredients into your routine. Yeah. And from there, you can, like, make it your own. But it has to, you have to hit these things. And then the free program is a long program. And you can do whatever you want. And that's, like, the big deal program. And, like, she had crashed and burned during the short and then came out for the long. And she, like, came out and then, like, started her program, fell, and then started crying and like came up to the judges saying that her she had broken a lace on her skate. Okay. And so there are all these images of her like basically with her leg like up on the like judges table. Yeah. Like showing them her lace and like like she was able to like go back and fix it. But like you could tell it was just like almost like watching Robert Durst and the Jinx like just mentally break down when he sees yeah. that picture. It's like you're watching someone just kind of break down. So yeah. they like let her fix it. And then she was able to come back and skate again, but she still did terribly. And she ended up finishing like eighth or something. Yeah. And yeah. Eighth like was, it yeah. fully, it had to have gotten to her, you know, yeah. there's no way you can focus like at an elite level when yeah. like all of this shit is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just makes you go back to like, why? 
<laughs> like, I don't know. Tanya strikes me as the type of like, if Nancy did one thing cold to her, mm-hmm. her being like, that bitch has yeah. to die. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, she probably just wanted to do it. And that like, <laughs> you you don't get to go. I'm right, going. right, right. Which is, you yeah, know. it's like so, like, I don't- the period of time when she was doing really well, like, it was like very, like early 90s, like I think it was like, like she, I think she landed the triple axel for the first time you said in 91, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when she First was, woman. Yeah, like when she like, when she put her mind to stuff, <laughs> like she made it happen. Yeah, yeah. And she just let herself get so caught up by all this bullshit that she created. Yeah. And then like, look what happens. Tanya. Tanya, why did you do it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, what you're saying is investigators are like, hey, we have enough evidence to arrest Harding, but... We just want to make sure it's an airtight case. Yeah. Um, so they had to let her skate. Yeah. And then uh, Galuli. Uh huh. <laughs> he's confessing to the FBI, implicating himself, Harding. Yeah, he gave everybody. Her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also, like, I can't imagine a boyfriend that loves you so much that he's going to commit a crime for you. Right? Like, and like you have no idea about it. It's just like oh, no, there's no. I want to give her the best anniversary gift. Yeah. Oh, I remember her saying she, she always complains about Nancy when she comes home. I'm <laughs> hey, gonna, I'm gonna club. <laughs> Oh my god, can you imagine though? Like, yeah. what a horrifying thing that would be if that actually happened. Like, if yeah. Tanya knew, and he's like, hey, hey, babe. Uh, guess what? I just like took out your biggest rival. It's yeah. Like, horrifying. Yeah, and then you're. I feel like the right thing to do would immediately be like. Thanks so much, babe. Hey, I forgot something in the car. Yeah, and then like, get in the car and ca- call mm-hmm. 911 and be like, this just happened. Yeah. I just found this out. Because I think that's like implicates so many people of like when they play this, like mm-hmm. I had no idea it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then why didn't you say anything? Right. Like, right. you know, when you like eventually you started to find out you didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, and now you're saying stuff because now we got you. Now we're we know. Yeah. You. Yeah. 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 Because you're, this crime was the sloppiest crime yeah. in history. Yeah. We were able to piece together this information that yeah. implicates you. Yeah. Um, I read something where, so she, for like, she was like, deny till you die for like years and years and years. Like said she didn't know anything about it. And like finally in like the, like 2000, like 2008 or something, like it had come out. She finally admitted that she did know about it while it was happening, even though like she had been charged with it, but she still maintained her innocence. She was like, yeah, I'm being charged, you know, whatever it's bullshit. Um, and she like wrote in her autobiography. She was like, yeah, I knew. And all I wanted to do was go to the FBI, but she accused Jeff Galuli. This is so terrible. She accused him of gang raping her and threatening to kill her. If she went to the FBI, like she's just like, Beyond, like she's an insane. That's not person. admitting to it. No. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's trying to find a different lie to gain sympathy. Yes. And like, and yeah. Jeff Lulee was like, "No, that's crazy." Like, yeah, like this person is just like at this point fully in another world yeah. of reality. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what he's up to now? Um, all I know is that he changed his name to Jeff Stone. Cool name, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, starting the new life. Um. Uh, I think he's still, I think he's in the Pacific Northwest, but yeah, the, the big takeaway I had, I was like, wow, yeah, I would change my name too. Like, Kaluli is not a name. Also, it's not a great name. Yeah. 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 Um, So Jeff Stone is like hanging out. Where is Jeff Stone Where is he? 
Well, he's not the senator. <laughs> or maybe he, he might be able to do where Jeff Galuli now. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently Jeff Stone is... Uh... Jeff Stone's got it together. Yeah. What, what's he a senator? Oh, Colorado. All right. I'm going to try and spell his name. Galuli. I think it's like two L's, two O's. Oh, there it is. Just the worst way you can spell last Finding Galuli. What happened to the figure skating's infamous villain? Is that him? Oh, wow. He's beefy. Yeah, he's a beefy dude. Mm -hmm. Um, He was like, at the time, very scrawny and like twerpy. Yeah, yeah. Not somebody that you would be afraid of. Yeah, just, I'm sure like every day of their life, they'd get an email or a voicemail from somebody that's like, hi, we'd like to interview you about the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. Like, what a truly bad decision for your life. Yeah, yeah. Like, we all make very bad choices, but... There's no way these people can move past it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very long article. <laughs> I just will definitely know what he's doing. I will guys. definitely like tonight at three o'clock in the morning, read the whole thing. For your outro, like, you can like update yeah, everybody. Like, to that. Yeah. Cause I'm just giving some bullet points. I'm like, oh, it's not great. Like it's a lot of other like yeah. DUIs and drugs oh, God. And, and stuff. So. I think Tanya has a kid. I think she has a boy. Hopefully she's good too. I know. Cause it sounds like. Yeah, she's claimed that her mother, like, Mm -hmm. abused her and was really hard to her and, like, just to live that life and then have a child. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't envision her being compassionate. Yeah, I don't either. But hopefully that kid rises (sighs) from the ashes of Tanya Harding and does something great. Yeah. 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 Oh, but maybe don't become a figure skater because your mom might get jealous. I mean... That's probably what it is. It's probably like one of those mother-daughter relationships where the mom is just like really jealous, which yeah. is just the worst. That, yeah, that terrifies me. I know. Like, that concept of like, like, especially like, like, I, I, I ugh, how to word this? Like, I have friends that are having kids mm-hmm. and then now their kids are getting headshots yeah. and their kids are like wow. going out and getting like little like modeling gigs oh and commercials and stuff. And it's like, I don't, it's like, it's a very like, it's I weird. Don't, it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Cause it's like when your kid's like two years old yeah. or like a year, it's like, they're not making these choices. Right. You clearly are. Right. Um, but I'm sure there's a healthy way to do mm-hmm. it. I've also, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I've also been on sets with kids mm-hmm. and like talk to their parents and their parents nine times out of 10 are like kind of weird and yeah. are kind of just like, they don't have jobs mm-hmm. and they're like, their job is like taking their kid to set their manager. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's, uh, yeah. you know, and then, but then there's like, yeah. And also there's like, what if you're like, you were an actress yeah. and you had a kid and now your kids like, on the Nickelodeon oh show God. or whatever. And it's like, hey, can I get a part? Oh, no. Yeah. no, no. Or like, oh, no. Yeah. And and like, I think that's a classic trope is like the, the actress who becomes a mom and mm-hmm. is like, you ruined my life. I would be a famous actor. I remember my drama teacher in my freshman year uh, would worst class I ever took in my life. Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, finally in high school, mm-hmm. I was like, finally. I'm now at a place. The time. Now's the time to yes. be in those little plays and everything. I'm like, I can't wait for auditions. Uh-huh. I can't wait for this, this, this. I'm taking a drama class. Mm-hmm. Cool. I got into advanced drama. All right. What are we going to do? And we only did one activity the entire year. What? What were you guys doing? Listening to her talk about how, about her acting. Oh, days. no. And what did was, she do? Was it anything? 
I think she was on a soap opera. She made, mm. she made us watch tapes oh, no. of it. Oh, and no. She, she made you guys watch tapes? Yeah. Was and, it many scenes? Like, was she a recurring no. person? Oh, and I think, no. like, but she would also, like, be like, I found a tape of this college play I was in, and we'd have to sit and watch a college play. Who was overseeing and, these teachers? Like, yeah, who? I was 14, so I didn't oh know how to complain. <laughs> right, you're like, I guess this is drama class. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, she was still... Um, like directing plays at night. Mm-hmm. So everybody would go to see the plays and the plays Ugh. were good because they had a technical director yeah. that taught the, all the tech kids mm-hmm. and built these great sets. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the acting was good. Mm-hmm. And like they were and they had a very strict of like, it was very much that system of like, if you're a senior, you're going to it's your year. Right, you right, know? right. Yeah. Oh, God. Tanya and Nancy auditioning for the no. same party. I can't imagine. But like, so the freshman kids, we were all like, you know, we were working. Yeah. The, like we couldn't be in the place. So we just looked up to everybody and like took tickets and mm-hmm. like worked on sets and everything. Um, so in that light, it looked like she was doing stuff. Yeah. So I think that so was they, her like, way gave her a pass in class for the rest of the year. Yeah. We only yeah. did one thing where it was like our final was we worked in groups and like, mm-hmm. uh, like put on a like a musical performance like. Like, but it was lip syncing. It, I don't, know. I don't re- quite remember. It wasn't great. The only thing I remember was I got my friends to do um, a sketch from SNL, uh, which was, I remember it was Chris Kattan. I think it was Chris Parnell. Uh-huh. Remember when they would like audition for like Paul Simon? Oh, yeah. 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 It was something like that. Like we were auditioning That's and like great. we were like, dancing. yeah, it was very fun. It was the only thing acting thing I got to do <laughs> my freshman year. So it was and a whole year, not even just one semester, like a full year. A full year, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I remember a lot of those classes ending with her being like, like, you know, and then I made the choice to have a family Stop. and that's why oh, I'm here. No. Oh yeah. my God. I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. Also, uh, do you like do you feel shitty about yourself that you're like not teaching any like cause I get what it's like to like feel a little lazy at work, but like if I'm just straight up not working at work, like I don't feel good. Like I yeah. would rather feel productive and yeah. like you're engaged with your work. Like it's a good feeling. Like you're yeah. just watching these tapes of your like high school plays with these 14 <laughs> yeah. year olds. Yeah. Well, and then halfway through the like no what was her probably name? like uh Mrs. Hatch. Mm. <laughs> but uh like a month or two before the uh end of the school year, uh-huh. she got a boyfriend. Oh. Who she brought to class no. though. Yeah. Like what was the was there a reason for him coming to class? No, he, he was just, just hanging visit? out. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um when I was in and um, he was just a weirdo. Like oh, I don't so know. So weird. I'm trying to think if like a teacher had ever brought a significant other to school and I don't think that they did. When I was in fourth grade, I went to a really small Catholic school and it was like the there was this big scandal because two of the teachers were having an affair with each other and they were both Ooh. married. Oh no. And it was like so known about that even like the kids, kids knew about, knew about, like, about we it. We knew about it. That's insane. And like, also, I think we probably, I mean, who knows? Like, but we probably made more of it. Like, anytime they were alone, they were alone together, we were like, oh my God, it's happening now. It's happening in the music room. Like, yeah. we just knew. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've ever had a teacher, like, have a significant other stop by. It's so creepy. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's it, weird. I mean, yeah, this was over, like, 14 years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, like, over 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember like what he looks like and stuff because oh he came like 
He came regularly? All the time, yeah. So he would just, Especially like, Especially at night out? when we were, like, working on mm-hmm. the plays and stuff. And, like, yeah. And then that's when, like, we met her kids and everything. Oh so, like... I feel like I always want to do the same <sighs> voice for any, like, dumb dude. Like, hey, babe, uh, can I just hang yeah. out in your class today? Like, it's just all these 14-year-olds. <laughs> they looked like they were trapped in the 70s. Like, yeah. she had very, like, feathery hair mm-hmm. and, like, very skinny bell bottoms. Oh, and boy. he was, like, long hair. <laughs> Do you have any idea what he did? Like, did he have a job? I I don't know. Oh, I was like so curious. I think at that point I had like bonded with the the tech director mm-hmm. because he was normal. Yeah. He very much reminded me of David Cross. Like oh, he yeah. kind of talked like David Cross. Mm-hmm. And like he was the one where like if anything happened mm-hmm. like at school or like because yeah, that was also when September eleventh happened. Oh wow. And everything. Yeah. Like he was the one that would like get everybody together and be like, hey, like this happened. Yeah. You guys need help. Come I'm talk the adult to me. in the room. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of the guy. But it was like very like not creepy. Just very like yeah. I care about you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like and you could tell he just had a heart about yeah. like, yeah. Well, sometimes um, you need like I actually even as an adult really even as an adult really appreciate when like shit goes down and someone's like, I'm the adult here. Like, yeah, it's like, thank God. Yeah. yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, like yeah. I always uh <laughs> like if anything bad was to happen mm-hmm. it's like there is a curiosity of being like like how would i react like would yeah. i be a person that's like we're all gonna yeah, die i would like, i would run so, out yeah. into traffic yep. and instantly die <laughs> i you am know? like firmly convinced that if there was an apocalypse i would go right away like, <laughs> if there was like a zombie over i would be yeah, like yeah. no i would just immediately within the first five minutes i would be done like yeah, i yeah. just have no faith in my ability to like work through that and like rise above it would just be over yeah but then there might be just like an instinct that you haven't it's ever true. had to tap into. I've never needed to. That you're like, I'm this Amazon woman and I can like pick, yeah. like pick zombies off on a rooftop, you know. In the same way that Nancy Kerrigan overcame her <laughs> hardship and yeah. rose above it to talk about it for the rest yeah. of. Now she's dancing with the stars. Now she's dancing with the stars. That could be you, Katie. Oh my God. <laughs> After the zombie apocalypse, the yeah. real standouts from that. <laughs> situation go on dancing with the yeah. stars yeah i also like that if we ever the zombie <laughs> apocalypse the only tv show that yeah. will survive and we will make it a point yeah. prize we're like guys dancing we need to stars. regroup and get dancing with the stars started again that's what i mean my grandma loves dancing with the stars i've never seen it i've never seen it either but every time i come over she's like she's like i have it recorded and like she starts telling me like all that's happening on the show uh-huh. and i think she just like they i think they are really good at like finding these has-beens in a way. No, it's so well done. showing, like, how they've, like, overcome and Mm -hmm. how strong they are and, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, and then the dance numbers are delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I first moved to L.A., I worked at the dance studio. It's over on 3rd Street, like, by the Beverly Center, where Mm. they they shoot most of the rehearsal footage. Like, they perform it over at CBS, I think. But Mm -hmm. they would rehearse at this dance studio. And it was, like, this funny... Like, it's a really beautiful studio, and I'm sure that's why they shot it there. Yeah. But at the time, like... I mean, like, we all, like, it was not pre-technology, but they had this, like, very elaborate system of, like, everything had to be scheduled on these post-its, and, like, there was this giant calendar, and, like, oh, wow. I remember the scheduling taking, like, five days to learn, because it was all handwritten, and they were like, someday we'll get a computer, and it's like, guys, everyone has a computer, yeah. like, there's They're no They're just not reason. ready to make that joke. They were not ready. <laughs> it was just all manual. Yeah. I love people afraid of computers. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, like, I mean, it's probably not uncommon, but, like, my mom is very worried that, like, 
or just the idea that like you could break. Like I feel like a lot of it is like just trying to convince people who are afraid of technology that like you're not going to break it. Like, you know, yeah. you, can, you can hit the buttons. Like, there's always a way back. There's always a way yeah, out. Like, unless yeah. you, like, drop it in a ditch. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's like once someone learns it, they're like, oh, why didn't yeah. I learn it sooner? Yeah, yeah. It's just the frustration of learning and, yeah, and, yeah. like, that fear of, like, I don't know what I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other major Tanya Nancy points. Um trying to think she's a boxer now was a weird boxer yeah um, Paula Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um she fun tidbit had uh gold blades like that was she a what? big deal she had gold skating blades was so, that like, before or after this was like during like at her oh. peak like because she was very like very kind of like in your face like mm-hmm. and it was like they weren't real gold but like it was a big deal at the time because, like, skates are skates. skates like, they're yeah. white and the blades are, like, like a silver, silver color. Yeah. Like, she had gold blades. And I remember oh. seeing that, like, as an eight-year-old and being like, what a motherfucking badass. Like, with <laughs> these gold blades, it was yeah. such a big deal. And then now I'm like, hmm, that seems like uh, an indicator of a narcissistic yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> personality. Uh-huh. Uh-oh, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did she actually ever have to serve any time? She didn't. She, all the dudes did. All the dudes did. Yep. I remember uh, Galuli went to like, apparently in prison, there's like a boot camp you can do. Really? Yeah. It's like really tough and everything. Uh And if you complete it, you can like lower your sentence time. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Yeah. That doesn't seem like that should be okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it's still a thing, Mm -hmm. but I mean, also like. So many, sometimes people get out of prison and it's like, they should not get out of prison. No. And then there's other people where it's like, they should be able to get out of For prison, sure. you know? Um, so I don't even know if the boot camp program still mm-hmm. uh, is around, but that's something he is, did. That is another reason why the criminal justice system is very messed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very overcrowded. And and also the fact that like state by state is very different. So different. Um, that's what always like blows my mind yeah. of like, hearing about crimes and then seeing how much like mm-hmm. somebody did something horrific only 12 years or yeah. five years yeah. 12 years gets out in five like no, there and should then, at the very least be like a national standardization of sentences yeah, like yeah. I know that not everything <laughs> fits in a box like mm-hmm. there's gray areas but like someone in Arizona should not be serving five years for a crime that yeah. someone in New York would serve 20 years for yeah I'm sure if they got like all the judges mm-hmm. that have been judges for like 10 plus years together yeah. in a room and just talk about like, hey, what are the patterns we're seeing? Yeah. What are the flaws in our system? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, could, what do we all agree on? Yeah. 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 I, I think it could be better. Um, um, so all the guys went to prison, but she yep. didn't have to go? I think she had probation, community service, and a fine. Wow. Yeah. So she got off. Okay. Yeah. But that also seems like she should probably do time for I know. It, you know? Yeah. And but I'm sure maybe they were like, hasn't she been through enough? Like she yeah. had to like the whole everybody was watching yeah. embarrassed. But I mean, the way she talks about it, I don't think she, she learned her lesson. I don't like, think so either. I think she's just like, Meh, it's not fair. I mean, it's crazy that it's like how many years later? 20? Yeah. 20 years later. I get it. You're in your 20s. Bad decisions. Perhaps you make a bad decision and you double down. You're like, no, I'm not going to like 
to still be denying in some capacity and to still be blaming in some capacity. Like, yeah. you're in your 40s. Like, yeah. let's all call a spade a spade. Yeah. You did this thing. Like, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's so much more gruesome when you think about the fact that they did briefly talk about killing her. But, like, in the end, like, she was bruised, but she was still able to compete. Like, yeah. everybody came out alive and yeah. fine. But she still is, like, doing these interviews and be like, well, yeah, I mean, I would have gone to the FBI, but, like, he threatened to kill me. And it's like, no, yeah. like... Let's all just stop doing this. Yeah. Like, just talk about it. People would totally accept if she, like, came out yes. and was like, that was a dumb, stupid yes. thing. I did it in my we would 20s. I'm so cheer. sorry. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah. And then, yeah, it's just clicking to me now that she's like, yeah, that she was like 22 when it happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it would be 23 years ago. So, yeah, she's like 45. Yeah. She's still kind of young, you know what I mean? Like, like she's move still, on and yeah, with your life. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, Tanya, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, if she truly is this narcissistic personality that like is jumping at every chance to do an interview, can you imagine if she would just fucking come out and say like? Because I feel yeah. like when they do those anniversary interviews where they get them both in the same room, like they're yeah. always trying to like have Tanya like find like have her shed some new light on something or yeah. have her like finally make that apology or that. Yeah. Like admit something like girl, do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You would get so much press. Like it yeah. would be brief, but like if you're looking for press, you could just own up to it. And, yeah. Like, that would be a thing for a bit. Yeah. Like I wonder. Yeah. And then it makes you wonder, like find your peace with that thing mm-hmm. and you're, you're able to completely move on. Yeah. What would she do? Like, I know. Maybe she would go on to do something super awesome. Yeah. You know, well, that's the other thing, too. It's like what you were saying before of, like, the idea of, like, what a nightmare it would be to compete with all of this on your shoulders. Like, like thinking about it now, like, find your peace with it, you know? Yeah. Like, clearly part of her is still, like, hanging on to this idea yeah. that, like, it wasn't her fault or it wasn't what people said it was. Like, yeah. let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, my biggest thing, challenge with, just living life yeah. is like, I do not want to become a bitter person. Mm-hmm. So like anytime I feel like my mind going that way or thoughts mm-hmm. of like, Oh, this isn't fair. Or like, you know, any like jealousy or negative emotions, it's like, okay, deal with it. Yeah. Like let it pass, but don't hang on to it. Yeah. And I could see how easy it is to hang on to it, yeah. especially when you have something that big of like mm-hmm. going to the Olympics and getting the gold and yeah. like how amazing that would be. Yeah. But also when you're that young, you need a coach to be like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, Go do your best. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to push you to do your best. Right. But if it doesn't happen, right. it's okay. Like, some perspective. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not entirely in your control, right. you know? Right. Clubbing someone oh my is God. not, <laughs> Clubbing it's not the way to control the situation. <sighs> Seriously, people sat around in the room and they were like, what could we do? We could club her. Like, yeah. That's just, I mean... And I just feel like because we were both like, why? Uh-huh. why? It's it just has to be her being like, I don't like her. Yeah. I don't want to go totally. do go like do this amazing journey toward, with her. Mm-hmm. Like rather go with Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like feeling yeah. bitter about like this girl got everything she wanted and I don't get anything I want. Yeah. 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 But you're right. Like that idea of like holding on to it, like I feel like you recognize as you get older, it's like poison to hold on to stuff like that yeah. like that kind of negativity yeah and yeah I, I feel like I see it a lot mm-hmm. with people in this town yeah and it's like yeah and unfortunately there's just some people I feel like every time I see them and I'm just like hey how are you mm-hmm. and still it's oh well you know this thing and like I don't know I can't even get an audition and mm-hmm. I'm like I 
audition for this thing and didn't get back. Of course, I knew I wasn't going to get it. And like, it's just like yeah. every time meeting that energy. And I just want to like be like, how like yeah. how, can I get this out of you? Yeah. Because it's like you've really lost your like passion for like why you're here and yeah. like the joy of it. Mm-hmm. And like, like you got to reset. And, yeah. you know, I think just the more you sit in it, the harder it is probably to leave it. Yeah. It That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. It's like your identity. Mm-hmm. I feel like you um, do. You, it's such a hard thing. And like, I certainly like struggle with that as well. And like, have felt myself like go down that rabbit hole. And when it's happening, like it takes a minute to like, look at it and be like, oh shit, this is, oh no, I'm, I'm doing it. Like yeah, this is happening. Yeah. And to, like make a choice to try to move away from it and let it go. But like, yeah, I think it just becomes like, you know, it's like that idea of like people being comfortable in a certain headspace. Like yeah. it just becomes where you it's live. probably comforting to be like, it's everyone else's fault. Right. I'm great. And every, like, I just, people are mean mm-hmm. like to me or do bad stuff for yeah. me, but I didn't ask them to. It's yeah. Just, oh, my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, that's, it's comforting because you're not really tapping into like what your, might be wrong your with demons. You? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> nice to not to think that it's you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause yeah, I think the flip side of this is it could be like, wow, this girl practicing in a mall that mm-hmm. we like comes from like yeah. a working class background had this incredible talent mm-hmm. and got to go to the Olympics. Yeah. Like that's it's such a good story. And it's the first woman. Like if this never happened, even if she didn't win the gold, yeah, she would still she had be that. the first woman yeah. to complete a triple axle. Yeah. Like, like no one can take that from you. That's yours. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like. Yeah, it's like it's mm-hmm. looking at your life and practicing like your like celebrating your achievements yeah. and like remembering what you're grateful for mm-hmm. because it it's like that half full half empty. It's like cuz or you could sit there and be like why your life sucks. Right. You know, like there's always someone that's going to be doing better than always. you. Um, Literally always. Like yeah. there is no there's like one person <laughs> in the world that is the best. <laughs> And I don't know who that person is, but they're the best. Oh, if I could be enough. We could bucket by this person. We're going to get a club. <laughs> the bruiser right me. And they're going to be out and we are going to be the yeah. best. We're coming for you. Yeah. Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates and or Oprah. Oh, Oprah. Watch yeah. your right leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that to Oprah. No, no one could. Bill Gates what is actually pretty cool, too. I know. Yeah. Fucking good people. <laughs> And they're good and they're um, nice. I like it's not an interesting realization, but like every <laughs> once in a while I'll be like, Jesus, Oprah is the best. And like yeah. of course she is, but like yeah. so fucking likable. Like just a dream. Yeah. Uh, it's not news to anyone, but No, I've definitely like I feel like I've hit the age where I'm like, I should be watching Oprah yeah. every day. Cause I'd probably just be like Ah, like everything's great. Yeah. Cause yeah, she's just like she's just delivering good news totally. and like good vibes. Yeah. And yeah, I've it's heard... like a study on like how to be a really great person. Like just yeah. the way she like approaches everything and she's like so open and welcoming yeah. and funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I've never heard anybody say a bad thing about her. No, you can't. And I've heard stuff about other hosts yeah. and people being oh. like this person's not a good person oh um but never bought oprah no you couldn't people i've heard stories of people like the first time i met her it was like like not really like a big fan uh-huh. except for when they met her they found themselves sobbing 
Yes. Of like, she oh. just has this like presence. Oh my God, like, I love it. Yeah. It's amazing that a person can be that magnanimous, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, incre- yeah. it's like, how are you like this? Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. 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 I always find that. Uh, well, yeah, I told you the other day, like when Annette Benning came in the oh, room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, as soon as she left the room, it was like, oh, that's why she's Annette yeah. Benning. It's mm-hmm. like, there's just like some sort of energy that yeah. like, that everyone just instantly looks at them mm-hmm. and like are drawn to them and are like, what's going on yeah. there? And like, like part of me is like, oh, it's got to be like confidence, uh-huh. you know, of, like you, you, yeah. you like have all these achievements yeah. and you're Oprah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, that has to be it. But then there's like also like just something else, you know? Yeah, I feel like I always, I got to feel like it's like part of it, part of it they had and like, yeah, like the confidence of like, I'm a huge badass and <laughs> yeah. I can do whatever yeah. and everyone loves me. Like, yeah. yeah. But, it's, but then there's people that they get the yeses and they become monsters. Yeah, true. I'm not going to name any names, uh, but uh, a certain guy comes to mind that oh, yeah? is just surrounded by yes people. Yeah. And now he's like dropping bombs and it's like, <laughs> no. Maybe I'm present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so I don't know, like be a good person. Yeah. Just be like <laughs> Oprah. Yeah. Tanya, just be like Oprah. Tanya, be like Oprah. Go back on Oprah. You got to meet Oprah, Tanya. Why do you think your life is so bad? Your life is great. When you got to be with Oprah. And like, uh, yeah, even the interview, Oprah's like, so cool about it. She's like, Tanya, if Nancy walked through that door, and she's not, because we're not that kind of show. Oh my God, that's great. But if she did, Uh what would you want to say to Uh her? And then, of course, Tanya's like, I would want to give her a hug. And I'm like, I don't believe that. Mm -mm. But, like, Oprah's trying to work with you here. Like, Oprah's trying to work with you. Like, Oprah's putting in this time. Did you ever watch any of the, like, Oprah and Lindsay Lohan uh, stuff? Oh, I've seen clips. Yeah. I didn't watch the full one. I didn't watch the full thing, but I saw clips and, like. But I do love that. But, again, Oprah's. Really like Oprah working is, like, tough love, putting it and, in, like putting yeah. in the time. She's yeah, not putting it in, but she is. Yeah, like, putting herself out there for you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, you know, she has a life. She can't. Yeah, be, she can only call so many people. Um, did you listen to the Richard Simmons podcast? I Finding... just downloaded it. Okay, did it's you a, like it? It's pretty good. Yeah, but I think what I liked most about it was learning about his life uh-huh. and like they were interviewing people that like you know, went to his classes mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. and how he would call them and check up really? on them. And it's like, he didn't have to do that. He's such a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. I like Leave that. Leave everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I, I think that's, I, I think we covered it. Oh, man, I think we covered it. I think yeah. we covered all the good things, all yeah. the really juicy deets from this story. And yeah. it is a very juicy story. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy that, yeah, it was over 20 years ago, but Next year, a movie's coming out. Oh, my God. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Margot <laughs> <Yeah>. Robbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie. It's going to kill I it. feel like it's um her, like, uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like, that moment of, like, now I'm going to play, like, a not gorgeous character. Yeah, like her this monster. Bad, yeah, my yeah. monster character. I wonder if it will be good. Yeah. I, I mean, would love Allison for it to Janning, be good. isn't it? Yeah. Allison Janney's not going to sign on for bullshit. Yeah. Don't mess, mm-hmm. Allison. She don't mess around. No, I mean, yeah. well, she's doing. I have never seen Mom, but <laughs> apparently it's apparently good. you know it's a CBS show. I'm sure yeah. it's doing very well. 
Elton I, I like queen. to think she gets, she's probably one of those people that like gets her paycheck and then uses it for good. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, I like to think she's doing good things with Kaiser. <laughs> also, like, it would be so much fun just to be on a multicam. Like, I feel like that's such a fun yeah. performance style. Yeah. But she's having a great time. Yeah. And like everybody on that show seems like they're the nicest people. Totally. So, yeah. yeah I'm sure it's a great silly set. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, be on should that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're listening, Allison, get us on the if show. You're producers of Mom. Yeah. Get us on the show. We're nice people. We won't club anybody. We won't club anybody. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like a bad uh, short film. We won't club anybody. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris would probably be in that short film. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be down to, she'd be down to clown. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being on, Katie. Thank you for having me and for letting Yay. me talk about this. Yes. I love talking about this. Yeah. It's great. People be crazy. They're just bananas. <laughs> Well, that was delightfully dumb. My takeaway, you didn't have to do it. Lives would have been completely different if that didn't happen. And it wasn't even necessary. Ah, so many questions. Oh, being young and stupid. Well, we talked about Nancy and Tanya, but where are the other guys? Well, Jeff Galuli, he served two years in prison, and when he got out, he changed his name to Jeff Stone. When he got out, it it was rough for a while. It's gotten better for him, but it was rough for a while. Tanya got a restraining order against him. He got a restraining order against Tanya. Also very weird and stupid. He did have to file for bankruptcy at one point. He had a DUI. He's had a few marriages, but the last one, they've been together for 11 years, and he has two kids. He's a used car salesman in Oregon, so things seem to be better. And in interviews, he comes out and takes full responsibility for his actions and says, yeah, it was a dumb, stupid thing, but he's moved on and he owns up to it. Maybe Tanya should own up to it. I don't know. I don't know. Just say it. Uh, the other guys, Shane Stant, he served 18 months in prison and he's now a, a born-again Christian. He said when being in prison, he was young when this happened. He was 22 and he was just a young kid. His uh, uncle was Derek Smith, the getaway driver. And he, Derek is the one that called Shane and asked him, hey, would you be interested in hurting someone for money? And that's how he got wrapped up into this whole thing. He even just flew out to do the deed. And so when he ended up in prison, he was like, this is pretty dumb. I better change my life. The guys also asked him if he would cut Nancy's Achilles heel, and he said no. So that's where they came up with the idea of whacking. It was bodyguard Sean Eckerd who was the one that suggested killing Carrie, but the others were not down for that. So that's a good thing, because this would have been an even more... This would have been a tragic outcome if that was the case. He also served 18 months in prison, and when he got out, he changed his name to Brian Griffith, and he actually died at the age of 40 of natural causes. The getaway driver, Derek Smith, Shane's uncle, also served 18 months in prison and moved to Montana, living a quiet life. Honestly, if I was going to be involved in this, moving to Montana would be the best thing to do. I mean, in general, guys, I've never been to Montana, but I hear it's beautiful. I wouldn't mind living there. I gotta visit there soon. That's my other takeaway for this show. Remember, you can follow Katie on Hiya Katie Lady. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And please, if you have a moment, go on to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Give us a five-star review. I'll read it. And hey.
If you're going to shop on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumb nerds and click on that support our artist button. It takes you to Amazon so you can shop like you normally would and gives us a little kickback. You don't notice a thing. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.